0: loyal listeners, we are back. And today is Saturday, February 18th, 2023. And I was up earlier today. I buried my sister yesterday, as you guys know. And I was up earlier today and I talked to a few people, but then I ended up going to sleep and I slept the majority of the day away. And I actually, my daughter from Georgia was leaving, and she left her iPods here. And I slept through her coming and everything. It was just, it's just been a very weird day. But, you guys, what we're doing for this special episode, I have a treat. My youngest daughter, Mariana, we're going to call her Mariana. Is coming on, and she is going to read an uh, article for us. And when we come back from this brief pause for the cause, we will be back with my daughter reading an article for us, okay? And did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by link.springer.com, is Vertical Perception definition. The perception of verticality is the multi-sensory mediated sense that allows humans to accurately ascertain what is up and what is down and deviations thereof in a gravitational field, vertical perception. And we will be Right back with the live audio talking with my daughter. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, Miss Rose.
1: Hello, Miss
0: Mariana all right my lovely loyal listeners we are back and we are with our special guest my youngest daughter mariana hello my love
1: hello hello all of her lovely loyal listeners thank <laughs> you for having me
0: oh thank you for joining me on today's special saturday episode of Ask the massage now Everybody knows this is a 30-minute show, so we're going to try to keep this brief. And I am going to close my mouth, and my daughter is going to reading today's article. Yeah, we're back to reading articles, but I'm not going to read it. I'm going to have my daughter read it, because I'm not up to it. All right, Evelyn, take the show.
1: Okay, so this... Article is called What Really Happens During an Out of Body Experience. It was medically reviewed by Miss Nicole Washington, DOMPH, and it was written by Crystal Raypole.
0: And what website is it on, sweetheart?
1: Healthline.com. Okay. Now, an out of body experience is often described as feeling like you've left your physical body. There are many potential causes, including several medical conditions and experiences. An out-of-body experience is a sensation of your consciousness leaving your body. These episodes are often reported by people who have had a near-death experience. Some might also describe an OBE as a dissociative episode. Dissociative, excuse me. People typically experience their sense of self inside their physical body. You most likely view the world around you from this vantage point. But during an OBE, you may feel as if you're outside yourself looking at your body from another perspective. What really goes on during an OBE? Does your consciousness actually leave your body? Experts aren't totally sure but they have a few hunches, which we will get into later. What does an OBE feel like? It's hard to nail down what an OBE feels like exactly. According to accounts from people who've experienced them, they generally involve a feeling of floating outside your body, an altered perception of the world, such as looking down from a height the feeling that you're looking down at yourself from above or a sense that what's happening is very real obe's typically happen without warning and usually don't last for very long if you have a neurological i can't say the word sorry neurological there we go. If you have a ne- neurological, there we go, condition such as epilepsy, you may be more likely to experience OBEs. They may also happen more frequently, but for many people, an OBE will happen very rarely, maybe once in a lifetime, if at all. Some estimates suggest around 5% of people have experiences that experienced their sensations Associated with an OBE, though some suggest that this number may be higher. Does anything happen physically? There is some debate over whether the sensations and perceptions associated with OBEs happen physically or as a sort of hallucinatory experience. A recent 2022 review. Try to explore this by evaluating a variety of studies and case reports, evaluating consciousness, cognitive awareness, and recall in people who survived cardiac arrest. They noted that some people report experiencing a separation from their body during resuscitation, and some even reported an awareness of events they wouldn't have seen from their actual perspective. In addition, one study included in the review noted that two participants reported having both visual and auditory experiences while in cardiac arrest. Only one was well enough to follow up, but he gave an accurate, detailed description of what took place for about three minutes of his resuscitation from cardiac arrest. Still, there is no scientific evidence to support the idea that a person's consciousness can actually travel outside the body. Veriodactyl, v e r i d i c a l. What? Vertical, v e r. Yeah, vertical. Yes, yeah, vertical.
0: Vertical I'll make, perception. I'll make that the dictionary definition vertical. Yeah, vertical. Yeah, that's when you get dizzy standing up. But go ahead.
1: Vertical perception is a controversial concept. It refers to the idea that you can leave your body during an OBE, allowing you to witness something you may not have otherwise.
0: Wait a minute, are you saying V E R T I G O?
1: No, V E R I D I C A L. Oh, vertical. Okay. Vertical, yeah.
0: Vertical, like horizontal and vertical. Now read that section again because I just messed it up. Listen, I'm, I'm actually listening to you read. And by the way, you're doing an excellent job. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Do you y'all listen, my lovely, little listeners? This is my baby reading this article for me, and I'm listening to her reading it. And I am just having a I'm I'm I feel like I'm being informed and enlightened but I'm sitting up here right at this moment interrupting because we're doing this recording but I I really want to have this information because this is I have had an out-of-body experience or OBE as she's reading about so I want to make sure... Because, you know, we're recording this live. And if you guys will download the Anchor app, you could record with me. But we're doing this live while we're recording. But I really do want to know about this stuff because I have experienced it. And, you know, when you experience something and you don't know what it is. Now, you said... I want you to go back to the
1: beginning. Vertical the, perception. Vertical is a perception is a controversial concept.
0: Okay, but see that's what I need to write. Vertical perception. So you said it was B-E-R T I.
1: No, V-E-R I D I C A L. Okay. let
0: me. This crayon that's not working. I got though I'll keep, I'll keep continue reading start from the beginning and, i mean you'll start from the beginning of that paragraph you continue reading and i will catch up because i don't know my lawyer because i'm looking at our timer and it's going so go ahead
1: vertical perception is a controversial concept it refers to the idea that you can leave your body during an obe allowing you to witness something that you may not have otherwise. Some anecdotal reports of this phenomena exist with a few people even providing specific, accurate details about events that have happened during surgical procedures or while clinically dead. Wow. Many people use these stories as evidence to support the existence of life after death. However, the idea of vertical perception is still limited to anecdotal claims that there is no research available to support it. One older 2014 study investigating the validity of vertical perception and the people who had survived cardiac arrest found that neither of the two individuals who reported awareness during resuscitation were able to identify specific items that were only viewable from above. What okay, can cause it. them?
0: Okay, go, uh, go
1: ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. okay. No one is sure about the exact causes of OBEs, but experts have identified several possible explanations. Stress or trauma. A frightening, dangerous, or difficult situation can provoke a fear response, which may cause you to disassociate from the situation and feel as if you're an onlooker. This may make you feel as if though you're watching the events from somewhere outside of your body. According to 2017 research, reviewing the experience of women in labor, OBEs during childbirth aren't unusual. The study didn't specifically link OBEs to post-traumatic stress disorder, but the authors did point out that women who had OBEs had either gone through trauma during labor, excuse me, or another situation not related to childbirth this suggests that OBEs could occur as a way to cope with trauma but more research is needed on this potential link medical conditions experts have linked several medical and mental health conditions to OBEs including epilepsy, migraine cardiac arrest brain injuries, depression anxiety and Guillain-Barr syndrome wow Disassociative disorders, particularly depersonalization, derealization disorder, can involve frequent feelings or episodes where you seem to be observing yourself from outside of your body sleep paralysis has also been noted as a possible cause of obe's it refers to a temporary state of awaking paralysis that occurs during rem and often involves hallucinations wow. research suggests that people who have obe's with a near-death experience also often experience sleep paralysis and addition, for my
0: lovely loyal listeners REM is rapid eye movement when you're sleeping and you're dreaming
1: which that's happened to me multiple times too but we'll talk about that later Um, research suggests many people who have OBEs with a near-death experience also experience sleep paralysis I read that in addition a review of literature from 2020 suggests that sleep-wake disturbances may contribute to disassociative symptoms. This can influ- include a feeling of leaving your body. Mm-hmm. Medication and drugs. Some people report having OBEs while under the influence of anesthesia. Other substances including cannabis, Ketamine or hallucin- hallucinogenic drugs such as LSD can cause a sensation. Near-death experiences. Mm. OBEs can occur during near-death experiences also alongside of the phenomena like flashbacks of previous memories or seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Though it is not clear exactly why this happened, It's believed to be caused by disruptions in certain areas of the brain involved with processing sensory information. A 2021 review suggests that these experiences may be more likely to occur during life-threatening situations, which can include cardiac arrest, traumatic injury, brain hemorrhage, drowning, or suffocation. Strong G-forces. Pilots and astronauts sometimes experience OBEs when strong gravitational forces or G-forces are encountered. This is because it causes blood on the pool in the lower body, which can lead to loss of consciousness and may include an OBE. Extreme G-forces can also cause spatial disorientation Peripheral vision loss and disconnection between cognition and the ability to act. Paranormal. Though not backed by research, some people believe that OBEs can occur when your soul or spirit leaves your body. One form of this is one form is known as traveling clairvoyance which some mediums claim allows your soul to visit distant locations in order to gain information. Others believe that certain meditative practices can help you reach a state of consciousness that transcends the body and mind, leading to an OBE. Some people also experiment with astral projection which is a spiritual practice that involves making an intentional effort to send your consciousness from your body toward a spiritual plane or dimension. Mm. However, research has not been able to show that these practices cause OBEs. Other experiences. OBEs might be able to be induced intentionally or accidentally by brain stimulation sleep deprivation, sensory deprivation, hypnosis, or meditative trance. However, additional research is still needed to support this. Do out-of-body experiences pose any risks? Existing research hasn't connected experiencing spontaneous OBEs to any serious health risks. In some cases, you might feel a bit dizzy or disoriented after. However, OBEs and disassociation in general can cause lingering feelings of emotional distress. You might feel confused over what happened or wonder if you have a brain issue or a mental health condition. You might also not like the sensation of an OBE and worry about it happening again some people also claim that it is possible for your consciousness to remain trapped outside of your body following an OBE but there is no evidence to support this should I see a doctor Mm. simply having an OBE doesn't necessarily mean you need to see a healthcare professional you may have had this experience once just before drifting off to sleep for example and never again If you don't have any other symptoms, you probably don't have any reason for concern. If you feel uneasy about what happened, even if you don't have any physical or psychological conditions, there is no harm in mentioning the experience to a doctor. They may be able to help by ruling out serious conditions or offering some reassurance it is also a good idea to talk with a healthcare professional if you're having any sleep issues including insomnia or symptoms of sleep paralysis such as hallucinations recognize an emergency seek immediate help if you're having an OBE and experiencing severe head pain flashing lights in your vision seizures loss of consciousness low mood or changes in mood and thoughts of suicide Ooh, okay, man. the bottom line whether your consciousness can truly leave your physical body hasn't been scientifically proven but for centuries many people have reported experiencing sensations of their consciousness leaving their body right. obe's appear to be more common with some conditions including certain disassociative disorders and epilepsy Many people also report having an OBE during a near death experience, including during cardiac arrest or a brain injury. How we reviewed this article our experts continually monitor health and wellness space, and we update our articles when new information becomes available. Brand by Crystal Raypole, edited by Heather Hobbs, medically reviewed by Nicole Washington.
0: Alright then. So you guys, that is the end of that article on the website, sweetheart.
1: Healthline.com And what was the name of the article
0: again, Sweet Sweet Meat, as your auntie used to call you. <laughs>
1: um, what really happens during an out-of-body experience?
0: And we want to thank Healthline.com for their very informative article because I just learned a lot right there. Um, what happens during an out of body experience? Now, my sweet meek, I'm being your auntie right now. Uh, my sweet meek, you have another interesting article that we can read.
1: Um, I mean, the one after that says okay. dissociative identity disorder. I don't know if y'all want to go into that. No, we
0: don't want to go into that. But that article that you just read, did it have any hyperlinks in it? Mm. You know, the hyperlinks are the uh, blue. They blue, yeah. Right. yeah, of course. you're are you a millennial? Are you a are you a millennial or a, what, what, are you a Gen? Z, oh, no, you're not a Gen Z. What are you? What, what, what category are you? I mean, a
1: 2022 review, I'm not sure. 2022 review, cardiac arrest, there's a few things, but there's one thing I did want to look at, see if it's a hyperlink. Um, mm.
0: because right, if you're looking at kids, I know you can see the time
1: depersonalization, derealization disorder.
0: Click on that.
1: Understanding depersonalization and derealization disorder.
0: Okay, hold on one second before you start talking.
1: Hello, my lovely Lord's
0: listeners. As you guys are listening, today is Saturday and this is a special episode of As the Massage Returns. And my daughter, Mariana, my baby girl, Mariana, is guest hosting for us today. Yay! Because I
1: don't have well, know. you know you called me by my first name too already on the other one.
0: Oh, did I? I no, I said, <laughs> I've been saying Mariana. What? I'll play it back and listen. Because I am definitely not going to be deleting this recording. But, he, 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 either way, Mariana. I don't care what I called her before, her name's actually Mariana. But, um, she's going to be reading this next article so we are at right now while I'm talking we're on the 21 minute mark and although as the massage ship returns it program this is a special so it's going to be more than 30 minutes now go ahead Ollie. what website are we on and what article so are we on? so this is
1: healthline, healthline again healthline.com which uh, This article, Understanding Depersonalization and Derealization oh. Disorder, was also written by Crystal Ray Paul on so February 1st. on the website,
0: helpline.com and my precious baby is going to go on here. Okay, let me put the phone down so it doesn't break up again. Okay, go ahead. Start with um, the name of the article and
1: The name of this article is Understanding Depersonalization and Derealization Disorder. It was written by Crystal Rapo on February 1st, 2019 and medically reviewed by Timothy J. Legg, Ph.D. What is depersonalization disorder? Depersonalization disorder is a mental health condition That's now formally known as DDD. This updated name reflects the two major issues people with DDD experience. Depersonalization affects how you relate to yourself. It can make you feel as if you aren't real. Derealization affects how you relate to other people and things. It can make you feel like your surroundings or other people aren't real. Together, these issues can leave you feeling distanced or disconnected from yourself and the world around you. It's not unusual to feel this way from time to time, but if you have DDD, these feelings can linger for long periods of time and get in the way of day-to-day activities. Read Want to learn more about DDD, including its available treatments and options? What are the symptoms of DDD? DDD symptoms
0: are you saying DDD or DDP?
1: David, David, David.
0: Okay, so DDD. Okay, go ahead.
1: Symptoms are generally or DDD symptoms generally fall into two categories symptoms of depersonalization and symptoms of derealization people with DDD can experience symptoms of just one or the other or both depersonalization symptoms include feeling like you're outside of your body sometimes as if you're looking down on yourself from above feeling detached from yourself as if you have no actual self numbness in your mind or body as if your senses are turned off feeling as if you can't control what you do or say feeling as if parts of your body are the wrong size difficulty attaching emotion to memories Derealization symptoms include having trouble recognizing surroundings or finding yourself or finding your surroundings hazy and almost dreamlike feeling like a glass wall separates you from the world you can see what's beyond but you can't connect feeling like your surroundings aren't real or seem flat blurry too far too close too big or too small. Experiencing a distorted sense of time, the past may feel very recent, while the recent events feel as if they happened a long time ago. Wow. You are not alone. For many people, DDD symptoms are hard to put into words and communicate to others. This can add to the feeling like you don't exist or are simply going crazy. But those feelings are likely more common than you think according to most to the most recent edition of the diagnostic and statistical statistical manual of mental disorders close to 50 percent of adults in the united states will have an episode of depersonalization or derealization at some points in their lives though only two percent meet the criteria for a ddd diagnosis Read one person's account of how it feels to experience depersonalization and what's de-realization. What we, That's a hyperlink.
0: not be reading. Continue.
1: <laughs> what causes DDD? No one's sure about the exact cause of DDD, but for some people, it seems to be linked to experiencing stress and trauma, especially at a young age. For example, if you grew up a lot of, around a lot of violence or yelling, you may have mentally removed yourself from those situations as a coping mechanism as an adult you might fall back on these disassociating tendencies and stressful situations using certain drugs may also cause symptoms very similar to those of ddd in some people these drugs include hallucinogens mdma ketamine salvia Marijuana. A small 2015 study compared 68 people in recovery from substance use disorders who were abstinent for at least six months with 59 people who had never experienced substance use disorder. More than 40% of those in recovery had at least mild symptoms of DDD. How is DDD diagnosed? Remember, it's normal to feel a little off or removed from the world sometimes. But at what point do these feelings start to signal a mental health condition? Generally, your symptoms may be a sign of DDD if they start to interfere with your daily life. Before making a diagnosis of DDD, Your primary care provider will first ask you if you have regular episodes of depersonalization, derealization, or both, and are distressed by your symptoms. They'll also likely ask you whether you're aware of reality when you experience symptoms. People with DDD are generally aware that what they're feeling isn't quite real. If you aren't aware of reality in those moments, you may have another condition. They'll also want to confirm your symptoms, can't be explained by ingestion of a prescribed recreational drugs or a health condition, aren't caused by a different mental health condition such as panic disorder, PTSD, schizophrenia, or another disassociative disorder. Keep in mind that mental health conditions can take some time to properly diagnose. To help the process along, make sure you tell your PCP about any other mental health conditions you have, especially depression or anxiety. A 2003 study examining 117 cases of DDD found that people with the disorder often had depression, anxiety, or both. How is DDD treated? The most effective.
0: How is DDD? Like I, I, I keep remembering I'm recording because I'm looking. How is DDD? Uh, what
1: was the what what did you say? (laughs) Treated. How is it treated? How is it
0: treated, my sweet baby? You are making me so proud right now. I wish. I kind of wish we was doing a video because I am just sitting here listening to you reading and I am feeling so informed but I'm so proud too because you're my baby and I'm thinking, oh, when I do pass away my baby could take over my podcast if she wanted to but go ahead, I'm sorry I'm, I'm happy what is it, a DDD?
1: <laughs> the most okay. effective now, treatment for DDD usually involve some type of therapy especially psychodynamic therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy. With the help of a therapist you can learn about DDD, uncover and work through any past trauma or risk factors, and explore coping stages to get through future episodes. Concerned about the cost, our guide to affordability therapy can help, which we're not gonna read. Finding a therapist can feel daunting, but it doesn't have to be. Start by asking yourself a few basic questions. What issues do you want to address? These can be specific or vague. Are there any specific traits you like in a therapist? For example, are you more comfortable with someone who shares your gender? How much can you realistically afford to spend per session? Do you want someone who offers sliding scale prices or payment plans? Where will therapy fit into your schedule? Do you need a therapist who can see you on a specific day of the week, or someone who has nighttime sessions? Once you've jotted down some notes about what you're looking for, you can start to narrow in your search. If you live in the United States, you can search for local therapists here with a hyperlink. Quick tip. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Okay. If you find yourself in a situation where you can feel your symptoms starting to creep up on you, try engaging all of your senses. Your senses. This can help ground you in your body and surroundings. Try holding a few ice cubes smelling spices or an essential oil, sucking on a hard candy, or listening to and singing along with a familiar song. For some, medication may also be helpful, but there isn't a specific medication that's known to treat DDD. Antidepressants may be helpful, especially if you're also having underlying depression or anxiety but for some people these can actually increase ddd symptoms so it is important to keep close contact with your pcp or therapist about any changes in your symptoms where can i find support feeling disconnected from reality can be unsettling and overwhelming especially if you experience it on a regular basis you might start to think that your symptoms will never go away. In these situations, it can be helpful to connect with others with familiar or facing similar issues. This is especially helpful between therapy appointments. Consider joining an online support group such as DP Self-Help, an online support group where, where people discuss depersonalization including what's worked for them and what hasn't. Facebook communities, they got groups. How can I help someone with DDD? If someone close to you is experiencing symptoms of DDD, there are several things you can do to offer support. Read up on the condition. If you've made it to this point in the article, you're probably already doing this. There's no need to become an expert on the subject but having a little background info can help. This is especially true for DDD as the symptoms are often hard for people experience them, experiencing them to put into words. Validate their experience. You can do this even if you don't understand what they're feeling. A simple, that must feel very uncomfortable, I'm sorry you're dealing with this, can go a long way. Offer to go to a therapy session with them. During the session, you can learn more about the symptoms they experience or what triggers them. If they're unsure about therapy, offering to join them for their first session may help. Understand it might be hard for them to reach out for help. It doesn't hurt to make sure they know that you're available for support if they don't need you. Don't assume silence means they don't need or want help. Respect their boundaries. If they tell you they don't want to talk about their symptoms or any past trauma, don't push the subject or take it personally. And that's the end of that article.
0: And again, it was on healthline.com. And it was titled...
1: Understanding Depersonalization and Derealization Disorder.
0: All right, you guys. And you guys that is going to be the conclusion of today's episode special edition, special Saturday edition. (laughs) Because as you guys know, I buried my sister yesterday and I am seriously having some of this this old show. What is it called, (laughs) Sweetie?
1: Depersonalization and derealization. I'm having that big
0: time. I so much appreciate my sweetmeat. My sister used to call my daughter her sweetmeat. Tell, tell the sweetmeat story. I don't have a specific story. But when she talked to you, what does she call you? Sweetmeat. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she just my love, my baby just had it. Just so simple, moment,
1: <laughs> right here. If I press finish recording, TV. it's not gonna cut you off, is it?
0: Nope, right here, like no. If you end the recording, it's gonna. but I have a button down here that says finish recording, but if you, I think you can disconnect because I don't know. Because what I see is I see me as the host and I see you as connected. But I think that if you hit the uh, finish recording button, you can step out. But I'm, I don't want you to step out yet because this is the end of today's episode, special edition Saturday of As the Messiahship Returns. And you know the rules. Do you know the rules? Do you know the rules, Mariana? Mm-mm. Well, the rules are don't let nobody take you off your square because you. Are the only being you in the universe, and nobody is doing a better job of being you uh, than you. Okay, and do you have anything you'd like to say to our lovely loyal listeners before you depart?
1: Mm, no, I'm good.
0: Oh, you're going to say thank you, lovely loyal listeners, for joining us today on As the Church. And... Please support my mother's um, sister podcast, Just Disrupt.
1: <laughs> yeah, what <well> she said.
0: <laughs> I love you guys. Can you tell me you love them for listening?
1: I love you guys for listening. Thank you,
0: and thank you guys for supporting me on today's episode of Ask the And we will be back on our regular time on Monday. Well, not time, but we'll be back on Monday. And you guys have a great weekend. And I will talk with you all later. And Mariana, I will call you after this recording. Matter of fact, I want you to hang up and let me see what happens when you hang up. All right. All right, my lovely little listeners. We just finished recording with my daughter. And she said, well, she said I use her real name, but I told her I had to listen and I have to wait while the audio is processing. So anyway, um, I just wanted to add this little interlude here because I'm supposed to be doing a dictionary definition, word of the day, but I forgot what word (laughs) I said I was going to do. So I have to wait for the recording to process and while it's processing I'm recording this so again I really do want to thank you guys I appreciate you for your lovely little listenership but what I need you I, and you know I don't ask y'all to do nothing but I need y'all to tell somebody about my podcast you know the word of mouth Advertising is the the word of mouth. Advertising is the most fantastic, is bestest. So if you, yeah, you, just you by yourself, if you tell one person, you know what? Listen to Miss Rose podcast, whether it be Ask the Massage of Returns or just Ms. Rose either one. Listen, people be in their cars. It is an audio. It's not a video. They don't have to watch it. They could just listen to it. Tell them to listen to it while they're cleaning the house. You know, something like that. And then somebody told me I've got an ASMR voice, which means I can put you to sleep. Okay? So, I really, really want you to help me Get to these 50 listeners. I'm at 24, you guys. You guys are doing great. So, if you, 24 people that are my lovely, loyal listeners, would tell one person that could get me up to 48. And then, if those 48 people just tell, if two of them just tell, well, I could get to my 50, my goal. Come on, I can't do this without you. I mean, I can continuously record, of course, but without you, my lovely, loyal listeners, I cannot get where I want to be on this journey of taking over the Internet. You got to help me take over the Internet. I cannot do it alone. It must be a group effort. Yeah, I'm asking you, my lovely loyal listener, to join me in taking over the internet and making it a positive, productive place where we can go and get information that we need. Not just see um trivial nonsense that means nothing or to see the brutality of the world because Let's face it, we can see the brutality of the world anytime we turn on any news station. They're going to report all of the horrible things happening. And that is what makes us feel helpless. Like we can't do anything about anything, but we can because it only takes one person to make a change. Yes, you may end up being murdered like Malcolm X, like Martin Luther King for trying, like Huey Newton, Huey P. Newton for trying to change the world. But isn't it, you're going to die anyway, you know? And isn't it worth dying for something and making a difference as opposed to just blending into the universe and Dying and nobody even notices. Come on, people. If you are in the sound of my voice, if you, yeah, you, my lovely, loyal listener, if you can hear me talking, do whatever your brain is telling you to do. As long as it's not telling you to do something destructive. Now, if your brain is telling you to do something destructive, go get you some help. There is no shame in getting assistance when your brain is telling you to do crazy stuff like run people over with your car or go do school shootings or things like that. Yeah, um, uh uh-uh. uh. Let me tell you, I woke up early this morning and I started self-medicating and then I went back to sleep. And like I said in the beginning segment, I, you know, my daughter came to pick up her earpods her and I was sleeping. And now I'm awake. So guess what? You know the rules. I said them just now on the recording with my daughter. Don't let nobody take you. Don't let nobody take you. I just swear. Because you are the only you in the universe. And you know what? If you have to march to the beat of your own drummer, you do that. And you don't let anybody else make you feel bad about being you. And if you do feel bad about being you, you need to talk to yourself. All right? Because guess what? Other people's opinion of you is none of your business, it's their opinion. It is not your reality. Come on, people. I had to face a hard reality yesterday. I buried my baby sister. We buried our baby sister. My mother buried her baby child. My brothers buried their baby sister. My daughters buried their aunt. My niece and nephew buried their mother. My grandniece buried her grandmother. The people at the church buried their coworker. So all of us are in a transitional phase because we have lost a loved one that we may not have even express to her how much we loved her. Just like my niece said, nobody had called her that day, and she hadn't called anyone. Call the people that you love. Tell them that you love them while they are still alive, you guys. Okay? And on that note, before I start crying, I am out. And we will talk with you on our regularly scheduled Monday episode of Ask the Massage Temperature. I love you for listening. Miss Rose out. Mm. I love you, Angela. Rest in peace.